Welcome to episode 38 of the Left Behind Game Club. This week, we continue our Hitman series. In this episode, we fly to Paris and take on episode one. Two quick notes before we start this week's episode. Number one, if you like what you've heard so far and you have a friend that loves Hitman, consider passing this series of podcasts to them. And number two, if you're listening to the show and you haven't yet subscribed on your podcast service of choice, do so. It helps us a lot. Now back to Hitman episode one. I learned a lot about myself and about Agent 47 as the game went on, including that you shouldn't throw bodies over ledges. So as I knocked him out, there's a ledge that's near the back of the property that you can maybe spit off or throw a coin off or throw a body off. Wow. So You literally murdered Helmet Kruger. I murdered Helmet Kruger. You murdered supermodel extraordinaire Helmet Kruger. Listen, I didn't realize at first that like if you threw someone off a ledge you know 30 feet that they'd actually die like i just figured like oh jacob's like everyone can casually just be dropped off a ledge he's just going for a little you know little swim in the water little swim on the concrete (laughs) you're listening to the left behind game club Behind Game Club, our never-ending attempt to make sure that no game is left behind. I'm your host, Jacob McCourt, and today I have two really, really good friends here with me. We'll start with a friend that's joining us via the internet, Mo Murtati. What's up, what's up? I'm excited to play and, the game, guys. And the friend that I'm reaching out to high-five, it's Michael Ruffalo. I'm excited to pick up our discussion on a great game with episode one of Hitman. If you're just joining us in this episode, we previously did a prologue slash setup for this. It's the last episode on the podcast feed. So if you want to listen to that first before you start listening to this, might be a good idea because we're going to pick up from episode one here. But why don't you just set us up and tell us what happens in episode one of Hitman. Episode one is Paris. Good evening, 47. Your destination is the Paris Fashion Show by Sanguine, one of Europe's leading couture brands. Your targets are Sanguinono Viktor Novikov, a former oligarch turned fashion mogul, and his partner Dahlia Margolis, a retired supermodel, an iconic power couple on the global fashion scene, and two of the most dangerous people in the world. Novikov and Margolis are in fact the ringleaders of Iago, an enigmatic spy ring that deals in the global elite's most valuable secrets. Unscrupulous and opportunistic, Iago has caused disastrous security leaks all over the globe. When Crimean separatists caused a deadly meltdown at the Odessa nuclear power plant, Iago gave them access to the plant security network. And when the Delgado drug cartel shot down the plane of President Hernandez and his family, Iago provided the classified flight plans. Now Novikov and Mogolis have obtained a knock list of British undercover agents, which they plan to sell at a secret Iago auction during the Sanguine show. So our client, MI6, need us to stop the ringleaders before the knock list ends up in the wrong hands. The Sanguine show will be swarming with security, and Viktor Novikov will be the focus of everyone's attention. But despite his posturing, he is merely the money man. The real target is Dahlia Margolis, beautiful and brilliant, 
She is a master manipulator and the true brains behind Iago. Two targets, a highly public event. At first glance, an impossible task. Then again, I do know how you love a challenge. I will leave you to prepare. You are at a fashion show, and you need to uh, dispatch of two targets. Um, you need to take care of Dahlia Margolis, who is the brains behind the organization. Um, and she is... What is she? Former model, Israeli model. You got it. And she got... Uh, kind of wrapped up in so sanguine is the name of the company which is such a good company name p.s uh so she i think she gets involved with sanguine and then at the same time as she's meeting these very high level you know people at these fashion shows she's making connections in the intelligence world yes and she's using we come to find out models uh to, to gain intelligence and I think he used them as uh, assassins, if, if I understand correctly. Uh, and then her partner, Victor Novikov. Yeah, yeah that's Novikov. it. Um, and he is a brash, big, loud guy who uh, is the face of this sanguine, this this uh, this designer label. Um, and so you're tasked with getting into this party where these are the two most central figures and finding ways to take care of them. It does not matter what outfit you have, and it does not matter how you take care of them. Boys, how did you approach this mission? Yeah, um, I think this one took me maybe the longest to kind of complete, particularly because I didn't know how to get to Dahlia. I, I, tr- I think I've took down Victor a couple times in several different ways, but Dahlia was the one that kind of didn't, connect until at the very end because i decided to do it one way and one way only walk us through your thought process how did how did you start this and how did yeah. you get to killing victor multiple times but not getting to dahlia okay so essentially what you're when they drop you into this place you're in this gigantic mansion where there's a huge party thousands of people are walking around there's also a fashion show within the party itself like with the runway and everything and there's different cues that keep popping up it's almost like sensory overload there's so many options there's so many doors it's i think a three-story building with a basement bunch of different ways so as soon as i walked into the building i did my usual you know what just observation let's kind of walk around let's see what cues and what things pop up and kind of move forward from there the now, first thing... Oh, yeah, go ahead, Jacob. Now, I was just going to ask you. So, the first thing you did, did you walk through the front door? Did you walk around the side? How did you approach this? Um, not to kind of ruin how I eventually finished it, but initially, I walked straight through because you were wearing a tux, and they emphasized it early on. You're well-dressed. No one should say much to you if you do walk into, like, the, the fashion show because everyone's all in suit and ties, well, uh, evening dresses, and everything in between. So, I just walked, stormed right in. Anytime I kind of saw a place that was guarded with the security guard or like the the food catering people that's when i kind of backed up but just walking around seeing where i could go where i couldn't go i might have spent the same as uh, mike that first like two hours of just kind of roaming and trying different things um the first method i attempted initially was following victor because he's following the traditional i guess hitman mechanic of just walking in like a loop in a certain way so walking in throughout the mansion itself and kind of behaving the same way throughout because um, he's running I, the party right yeah so he's kind of like watch checking in on everything kind of thing that's essentially how i first did it and i think it's it's worthwhile to note here that as victor's walking on the first floor in this mansion on the second floor dahlia is running an intelligence auction that is 
basically cut off to everyone except people that are invited or people that are the bodyguards. Yeah, it's pretty. It was really tricky because every way to get upstairs, there was probably two like security guards, either with heavy machine guns, or they're in such an open environment that they were they just needed one person, and everyone else could kind of bullet down on you. Because I tried to like rush in once in a while, and like I'd get taken down right away. But with Victor, he was kind of always in the free open roam area. And um, initially, I saw him kind of walk into the kitchen area. I can't remember how I got a food person's clothing, like a catering person, but I eventually got it and was able to walk back in like the kitchen area with him to see him. And he'd kind of grab like some sushi, take a bite out of it. His security guard also did the same thing. And then I also noticed he walked to the bar and kind of always asked for a drink and had something to drink there. Um, so I, those, as soon as I saw those two things, I said, okay, I can poison the bodyguard to get rid of the bodyguard, but I could also poison him if I had the chance. And when you poison someone, what they traditionally do is they run to the bathroom puking by themselves. So you can kind of sneak on in there and do your business, take them out. That's what the, the use of, uh, the, the not lethal poison is. I never quite understood why I want to make someone sick. I, I thought like, well, this is pretty useless. I don't care about rat poison. I need human poison. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think what I ended up, so the human poison is lethal. So on that point, Mo, what you mentioned is uh, Victor goes in a loop. I won't get into exactly what I did yet, but there was a point where Victor was walking around and kept saying, you need to put out this sushi that I just flew in from God knows where. Why isn't it out yet? But he wasn't trying it. So what I did was I, I put poison on it, the lethal poison, and I'm like, why don't you just eat this sushi and die already? But he didn't. So it's good to know that eventually maybe I'll be able to replay it and know that the sushi is one option. The sushi, the, the, way, the only way I saw it like work was poisoning the bodyguard because he's walking behind Victor and eats it. My younger brother played this game too. He said that he poisoned Victor using the sushi method and I kind of didn't know exactly what he meant and that's why I referenced it saying you can kill him with poisoning the sushi, but I didn't do that. All I did was poison the bodyguard. Unfortunately, with the bodyguard, he, when he gets poisoned and goes to the bathroom, another bodyguard comes and kind of fills a spot and it's like, oh, okay, well, that wasn't meant but that was like a 30 minute kind of way of exploring and saying okay that door's closed let's try a different method um so so what outfits were you wearing this whole time you're wearing the suit no for me i always kind of changed to kind of advance throughout the mission initially i was in the suit and then when i tried doing the victor route of poisoning him um at the the bar area i was wearing like the food person clothing Unfortunately, I ended up not poisoning Victor. I poisoned another patron because I just kind of <laughs> I put the food, I put the food poisoning in or the rat poison in and kind of just walked away. Because to be honest, I don't know about you guys, but when you play this game, you're always nervous and tense because there's so many people there. They could know what you're doing wrong, and yes. you never know what's going to trigger uh, someone noticing something. It's always yeah. like, yeah, it's always kind of like nerve wracking. Absolutely. There there are several different warning levels. So there's like trespassing. There's suspicious. So depending on what you're doing, the areas you're in, the costumes you're wearing, you can get one of those alerts. Some of them are just like suspicious, which means just walk away and just like move fast, move fast, get out of there, like figure it out later. Or trespassing, which means like yo, if you're there and someone sees you, they're not gonna they're gonna be very hostile. They need to go to sleep. They need to go to sleep. Yeah. There's been a so many times sleep. when like the warning would start happening and I'd just be like frustrated because I was so far on the mission that I'd just start swinging and start punching security guards and then getting shot down to the ground because they have guns and I have nothing to kind of did fight you, back. 
Did you guys have any uh, fear or concern of when you subdued people or knocked them out that they would wake up mid-mission and you know find themselves in a dumpster and crawl out and run around the, the, the level naked saying to people, well, what the heck happened, and that just blow your cover? Um, I think in one of the, the loading screens, uh, what they said is if you put someone in a dumpster, they will remain there for the whole mission. Okay. Yeah, but it's still an irrational fear that I had of, like, yes. uh, they're going to wake up and my cover's going to be blown. Yes. Yeah, I know. I had the same thing. I couldn't remember if, like, in previous games, if they got up after a while. But what it actually happens is if you just left them in, in an open, even if they're, like, hidden away somewhere, like, behind, like, a fence, someone will eventually find them. And, like, that's when, like, the, the warning would say, hey, yeah, there's someone here, blah, blah, blah. That's when the warnings happen. But I never had an issue where putting them away in a bin and them getting up. It was always, like... I hid them somewhere, and then someone kind of right. I, I was just paranoid. I was like, okay, now that I've knocked some people out, I'm on a clock, and I need to move fast because I don't want someone waking up and running around this fashion show naked, and it being con- you know contrived or conceived as a you know an avant-garde statement about you know the fashion industry. I need this to to wrap up quickly. Mm-hmm. So, Mo, after you figured out how to take out Victor, how did you figure out how to take out Dahlia? Okay, Dahlia was a different monster in itself, but um, I, the, I, how it eventually came down is I tried doing the killing the model that comes and lands um, in the in the actual fashion show. He kind Helmet Kruger. Yeah, Helmet Kruger. Yeah, because they say Helmet Kruger has just arrived, so I kind of run over there and kind of check him out. The first time I saw him, I think I walked too close to him and the guards went nuts, so I just shot him. And then that didn't work. Rest- restart. That was I kind of my most reaction. Problem solving. Yeah. Most problem solving. If I murder this guy and then wear his clothes, no one will know the better. Yeah, I was just nervous. And then I, th- I think I spent a good like twenty minutes like trying to figure out maybe if I like try to take him down somehow, there'll be a way to like use him to kind of get in secretly. Blah blah. blah. Well, Never worked out, and I left it. Where did you see him? He lands in the. I can't remember who's the back of the the building there's like kind of like a landing area where he comes with a helicopter Uh and he's like walking like in front of it kind of thing yeah and then what does he do so as someone i don't do should i kind of share a little bit more so i did the uh the the kruger method the helmet kruger method okay so uh i ended up going after dahlia first just because i I played it like i said like a squirrel i'm like ooh, shiny thing so i i just went through (laughs) the the mission and I'm like, oh, okay, let's look around. Let's see. Let's get a scope out this place. And then I walked right up to Helmut Kruger's books and picture inside the mansion. And one of the opportunities pops up where it's like um, the one of the women is talking to her husband or her significant other or just a friend and being like, oh, my God, Helmut Kruger, he's so dreamy. I hope I get to meet him. And that's when they're like, hey, Helmut Kruger's coming. He's going to be in the back. He's coming in on a helicopter. So maybe that's a way that you can get to Dahlia. So he comes in on a helicopter, and when he gets to that back terrace area, he ends up um, walking towards the back of the um, of the property, and he has his cell phone with him. And is this is this kind of what you That's did too? That's what I did. Okay. So do you want to kind of tackle no, this no, together? No. no, I got my own story. Okay. So what I ended up doing for Helmut Kruger is I watched him get on his phone because it's like a hedge maze that he's near. So uh, he goes off into the corner of the hedge maze and there's a lot of guards. So there's guards near his helicopter and there's guards that are in the hedge maze kind of walking back and forth to make sure that Helmet is okay. So he gets on his cell phone and he starts talking to Dahlia about, hey, 
I want you to come see me. I have an opportunity for you. Why don't you come see me um, now and we'll, we'll discuss it in person. So, you know, he's on his cell phone. I figured, you know, nobody's really watching. So as the guard, like, immediately, like, walked towards him and then walked away, I went right up to Helmut Kruger and, like, knocked him out. So as I knocked him out, um, there's a ledge. (laughs) There's a ledge that's near the back of the property that you can, you know, maybe spit off or throw a coin off or throw a body off. Wow. (laughs) So You literally murdered Helmut Kruger. I murdered Helmut Kruger. You murdered supermodel extraordinaire. And your doppelganger, Helmut Kruger. I totally did. And well, listen, I didn't realize at first that, like, if you threw someone off a ledge, you know, 30 feet, that they'd actually die. Like, I just figured, like, oh, Jacob's like, everyone can casually just be dropped off a ledge. He's just going for a little, you know, little swim in the water, little swim on the concrete. (laughs) So I took his clothes, I took his cell phone, and then I. I don't know if you had to like drag him around the hedge or if you could just throw him off the ledge, but I ended up just throwing him off the ledge and like killing Helmut Kruger, and that's how I assume the identity of Helmut Kruger. But the thing is, you don't get his makeup, so that's another point. Mike, mm-hmm. what happened with you and oh, Helmut no. Kruger? I, I want to know. Mo, how did you end up getting Dahlia at the end? Okay. Dahlia, like I said, spent, I spent a lot of time like figuring out how I could possibly tackle it eventually what I got down to was there was like a Saudi prince or something or like a a, special guest, a special guest coming to show up to the event. And I said, okay, this keeps popping up. Let me kind of give it a shot. I had trouble. The the way you kind of tackled this one was you had to get to this. I think he's a sheik um, and you have to get to him early because he, every time I tried playing it, if I spent my too much time kind of wandering around and trying to get to the upper level, the secure levels, um, he, he would leave and he'd lose your opportunity. So what's going on is there's that auction that I think it was Jacob or Mike brought up. There's like a silent auction where people are bidding on a bunch of stuff. Um, so what I eventually ended up doing was instead of when you start the mission, instead of going straight into like the, the Paris, I mean, sorry, into the, 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 the facility show. itself, I'd make a quick little right turn, go to the side little like geek, like a, like a, garden keepers like house where there's a, a guard that's not a guard like a, a a maid or whatever one of those guys that were kind of patrolling in the the neighborhood got into his uniform i would then um keep going because i would let me get into like the guarded areas in the outside of the area i would take yeah the security and i'd take a security guard down by taking the security guard down i was able to kind of go up the stairs and eventually get to the sheik's quarters he was, I think, I want to say, I don't want to, I can't remember if he was by himself. I, I played this like six months ago, so I'm just trying to recall. Is this Sheik Zanzibar? No, 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 no. He's, he's just like a well-dressed like guy with like the headdress kind of thing. But um, you so can't I, see his face, if I remember correctly. Yeah, exactly. Well, no, no, no. No one has seen what he looks like. Exactly. Yeah, no one has seen what he looks like. So I, you can see his face, but he's just, no one has seen his actual, like, no one can identify him. So, uh, yeah, I, you dress up as him and then you show up to the auction and you're like, oh, like have a seat and you sit down in the, in the, in the auction circle and I can't remember exactly what you were bidding on, but you keep like, it gives you the option. Do you want to place a bid? Do you want to place a bid? And I just kept bidding, kept bidding, kept bidding. And I think you, I won the auction and then that's when Dahlia's like, Hey, I want to come like speak to you in my quarters. You get, I sit down right in front of her and that's when the nerve wracking happens. Like, do I do it now? Do I do it now? I think the first time. I let it keep going, and then I walked out of the room, and I lost my opportunity. Restarted the game. Not restarted. I uh, got back to an original save where I was in the auction, and I took her down, killed her, 
and proceeded with my life. How did you kill her? Uh, a gunshot. I believe gunshot to the head. Gotcha. Always. Okay. Very classic Mo. Yeah. Just He's within two feet and he still pulls it's out silenced. a pistol. It's silenced. Why not? Why play by this Why game Why mess difficult? around with anything else? Yeah. Yeah. The only time I... One of the other weapons I liked was the like the strangle cord or cable that you have. That was really, fiber really... fiber wire. Yeah. That one was awesome, but it was only like if someone was obviously not around you or like not facing you. That's the only time I really used it, but I used that a lot too in the game. Jacob? How did you get through? So, oh, uh, sorry. Before before we get there, Mo, do you remember what your score was? Oh no way! I can no. I can pop no. up Steam, but no way. Yeah. So I think we'll have to talk about like how did you kill Victor? How did you kill Dahlia? Right. Yes. So I killed Dahlia first, and I did it by assuming Helmet Kruger's identity, which you have to to get his full identity. You have to get his makeup, right? So what I ended up doing is kind of walking to the fashion show, and then you just sit on a chair and say like, "Oh, Mister." Um, Mr. Kruger, like your makeup isn't done. Do you want me to do that for you? And you say, yes, please do. Uh, get the makeup. You call Dahlia and she says, hey, why don't you come up to my quarters? And we'll talk about this, like I said before. Um, but in the meantime, she's like, but first make sure that you walk the catwalk. <laughs> so I'm like, oh no, I have to like walk this catwalk before I go up and see her. So you literally get on the catwalk, you walk around and there's an achievement that's tied to it, but you walk right to the end of the, of the walkway, you do your little twirl and then you go right back out and then you can go see Dahlia. Uh, I went right upstairs and all the guards are like, hello, Mr. Kruger, how are you? If you ever need any uh, security, Mr. Kruger, let me know. I'm happy to t- help you with that. Yeah. So if, for me, it was super easy. I just walked right up to Dahlia's office. I sat down. Um, the first time, kind of like Mo, she took a phone call and looked. So her quarters, imagine her quarters are looking in on the like main court in the mansion where the fashion show is happening. So she took a phone call. And as soon as the phone call was done, she left the room and I lost my opportunity. So much like you, Mo, I had to do that save scumming where I said, oh, shoot, I missed it. Rolled back like two minutes and then just killed her when I had the chance. And I stashed her right in the closet. (laughs) That she was facing. Yeah, just just in her closet and then walked right out and no one no one noticed a thing. Yep. And so that's how you killed Dahlia. Yep. How did you get Victor? Mo, did you have anything first that you wanted to say? Yeah, I'm just thinking about it now. I think I did shoot her in the face, but then guards kept noticing, so I had to keep restarting it, and I want to say I ended up having to just walk up randomly behind her and choke her out so I, she, there wouldn't be any, like, bullet shot. I appreciate your, like, why can't I just shoot you in the face? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was a gentleman. <laughs> just trying it over and over and over again. It's like, fine, I'll just choke you out. <laughs> yeah, it kept it kept like triggering the bodyguards who were just outside of the doorway. Like if you shot her, like because I'm assuming like the bullet would like go through and hit something else. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think I ended up choking her out and then put, leaving her right behind her desk, <laughs> not even hiding her away. <laughs> no, no, no. I escaped. I ran quick. I was so, out of that place. For me, for Victor, um, I had to try several different methods unsuccessfully. So I think the way that I started is, oh, I'm going to get a catering person's uniform, and since I have this human poison, I'm going to poison the sushi. I alluded to it before. You know, I didn't get it done. Uh, If there's a recipe for Victor's favorite drink that's sitting kind of around the bar area that teaches you how to make it, so I figured, oh, I can get a bartender's uniform, I could put poison in this drink and kill him that way. I couldn't get to the bartender's uniform because the only bartenders I saw were, like, in an open area, and if I just walked up and murdered them like it probably wouldn't go well for me so i'm like i'm gonna go about this in the crew way so for the fashion show there's the a way. there's a bunch of crew members 
that are actually putting, from a technical perspective, the uh, fashion show on. So my thought was, I'm going to become this crew person, and then there were like... um, And it would be a pity if a lighting unit fell on his face. Exactly. Um, But I couldn't get the lighting units to work. So at one point, I just got very frustrated about like how I just couldn't, for the life of me, figure this out. So I I tried it twice, and the second way it worked. So... There's a fireworks um, like uh, launcher that's okay. right there, and the, the thought is like if you launch the fireworks, there'll be loud noises, so no one will notice a, a bullet. So uh. what I ended up doing is I ended up like just launching the fireworks, and literally on the catwalk, I sat with my pistol, with my silenced pistol, and just kind of reached down when um, Sebastian Sato and Viktor Novikov come Ooh. to the edge of the um, of the catwalk to say thank you for coming, Sanguine's great. I love myself, blah, blah, blah. I would just literally walk up on the catwalk and shoot him in the head and walk away. So the first time I tried just on the catwalk to shoot him with my silenced pistol in the head, I ended up killing him. But like all the crew members are just like, hey, we don't have (laughs) a gun. You're a person who has a gun who just killed the head of this company. Why do you have a gun? So (laughs) Helmet Kruger. (laughs) No, at that point I was a crew member. Oh, right. But still, they're like, crew members don't have guns. Where'd you get that? <laughs> so I got murdered. So the, the way that I ended up actually killing Viktor Novikov was... Uh, what's cool about this game is um, when you dress up in a uniform, you can do certain actions without... Um, you can have certain uh, tools and weapons, or you can do s- certain actions that you aren't able to do otherwise. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that you're able to carry as a crew member is a screwdriver. So Victor Novikov was at the bar, and I was a crew member. So I had my. There's a screw loose in your head. Let me take care of that for you. (laughs) Is that what what you did? I literally walked up, uh, like to right behind the bar, so right out of sight, but like within an eye line of the bar. And I just saw Victor Novikov, and I took my screwdriver and just whipped it at his head (laughs) (laughs) at the bar, and just walked right out. So I I did raise alarms because people were like, "Oh my God, Victor Novikov is dead!" But I just walked out and took Helmet Kruger's helicopter and left. Um, Oh, you (laughs) took the helicopter. Yeah, you took the style style finish. Yeah, because nobody killed him. The screwdriver throwing into the head. It was so that's a lethal weapon that you can use to kill someone. Wow. So if you if you whip it at their head, it just kills them. What is the driver of the helicopter thinking? <laughs> He's like, Why is this crew member getting in okay? Yeah. So yeah, that's how I that's how I wow. did it. Mm-hmm. So like I said stylish I, finish. Well I, I uh, got two stars, so like it wasn't a great finish, but like I, I was so tired and I'm like, uh, let's just do this and then walked away. <laughs> I don't, think I, the desi- I don't think the developers of the game envisioned that method of like, <laughs> no. they put all these artistic ways of taking down your targets, all these different tactics. They didn't expect someone to take a screwdriver and just chuck it across a bar <laughs> and just <laughs> run away on a helicopter. And the first time I tried it, it worked and I got away. Like, look, I, I did raise alarms yeah. and security, but I, I had enough time to get out without being uh-huh. shot. Wow, yeah. that's amazing. Like it, I said, it, it, I play with like patience, and then there's a certain point where I just fall off the cliff and go snap. like... You get 80%, 90% of the way there, and you're like, screw it, everyone's dying, let me get out of here. <laughs> that's how I play this game. Yeah, there's a, like, I, I took down uh, Victor another way as well, because throughout playing the game, I could never do both of taking down Victor and Dahlia at once, so I kept restarting the game and trying to figure out like what's the best combination. Another way I took down Victor was uh, when he's walking in his like one of his routes... He walks through these one, these these certain areas where you see like a like a water fountain or sorry like a water puddle and like a w- open like electrical fixture. 
So I think I dressed up as one of the maintenance guys before and had a wrench, and I was able to like f- not fix the the open electrical socket, but I broke it even but more to make fix, it exposed. In air quotes. Exactly. So then once I saw him kind of like creeping across, I would um, untap the water, make the water kind of pour out, and he'd step into it, get electrocuted. Bam, I'm out of there. No one saw a thing, and I took down the man. <laughs> uh, so, Mike, you've been, like, awfully quiet about, like, what you've done, and you keep alluding to this grand story that you well, kind of did. So, like, why don't you tell us how you managed to carry this one out? Uh, so, while I had uh, some serious deficiencies in the, in the, the final test, um, this is where I feel I had some strokes of genius. Um and so uh, the key to my successful victory of this of this mission was realizing uh, that, oh, you can change your loadout before you start this. You can change where you start. You can change what you bring in. You can select the items that are the most useful to, to you. And let, me, so, let me guess. Let me guess. You brought in like 13 hammers and 12 screwdrivers. <laughs> 13 hammers and two crowbars. And yeah. boy, was it fun yelling Kobe as I threw it at Victor's head. <laughs> You know that window that Jacob was talking about overlooking the fashion show? Yeah. You know it. Your boy Kobe over here was able to get a hammer through it right in the noggin. Knock her right out cold. No way. Are you actually serious? I'm, I'm joking. I'm joking. Okay. Ooh. So tell us about your loadout. Okay. What did you bring so, out? So I realized, okay, this is going to be a very packed, um, very packed fashion show. There's a lot of people. Clearly, these are the most important people there. It's going to be tough to get them alone. So I need to kill them in a way that doesn't involve a weapon. So I brought poison. I brought the poisonous syringe that is an instant lethal kill. And I brought um, poison pills that you can dissolve in food or drink. Which, funny that you can actually bring both of these. And let me tell you, they worked wonders. So. If, if if I knew you could get that early on, I never pay attention to those loader. I see them. Yeah, Mo, looks good. This is what happens when you read things. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I saw pistol. I saw coins. I saw the choking thing, and I'm like, that's all I need to take out anything, <laughs> anything. I saw and the I, mine because I'm like, oh, he he brought a mine. mine. Yeah, he yeah. brought. Mine. I didn't know I you could bring in poison pills or anything. That, yeah. that's that's a nice little hack. If anyone hasn't played any of the missions, you know what? This is a good way to start out. That's a good boost. So I started wearing the tuxedo, and I just I went around. I checked the perimeters. I'm like, okay, there's no easy, obvious entry in taking a guard's uniform or anything like that. So I walked in through the front doors, and I believe it's off to the left-hand side. Uh, to the right-hand side is the runway. To the left-hand side is where all of the models are getting dressed and styled and, and taken care of. And there's a couple looking at a poster of Helmet Kruger, and they're like, oh, my God, I... I'd kill for Helmut Kruger's jawline. And then your handler comes over the phone and says, like, oh, Helmut Kruger, he uses this makeup to blah, 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 blah. And she's like, you look quite a bit like him. And then the couple that's been talking about him turn around and say to each other, man, that guy looks a lot like Helmut Kruger. And he's like, yeah, it's a spitting image. I'm like, okay, well, that's clearly Helmut Kruger's got to be a target. He's got to be someone that I, I take his identity. So I realize there's a there's a guard preventing you from entering the styling area but there's another little entryway that if you sneak behind there's a lone stylist just hanging out there on his cell phone and so i decide to to hop over slowly you know choke him up put him to sleep give him a nice little nap tuck him away in his little box that's sitting right there take his clothes and i continue to to follow down the path and i'm 
instantly just a little frustrated because there's a stylist outfit just sitting there that you don't have to like knock this guy out to get, <laughs> but it's there. And so I understand, okay, point one, I got to get Helmut Kruger. And they give you the guidance to be like, you need to learn more about Helmut Kruger. I'm like, well, let me tell you, there's no better place to learn about Helmut Kruger than with a bunch of stylists and other models who have been working with him. So I hang out there and no one is saying anything about Helmut Kruger. I'm like, this is a giant waste. And I notice there's this one very sassy, like lead stylist designer who's like judging everyone as they go to the runway. I'm like, hmm, maybe he has some info. And I lure him away with a diorama that's right behind it that you asked previously, what do you do with coins? You put coins in this diorama machine and it gets it going and little fireworks go off inside of it and it draws people away. And so I was able to draw away the main stylish guy and I choked him out. And see, there's a coin on the floor Mm -hmm. right in front of that diorama. And I'm like, why is there a coin here? Well, let's just put it in my pocket. And I just walked away. I didn't realize that was a diorama that you could put money in. Yes. The amount of things in this world that are interactive, quite quite crazy. Also, the area where you knock out the stylist, there's a a glass case with uh, swords, with axes, that are all things that you can use and carry around and kill people with. If you ever want to go on another murder spree, Jacob. Um, (laughs) So after I knock out the stylist, I realized, oh, well, he is not a person that I need to knock out and hide. So I'm like, okay, fine. I'm going to wear this stylist outfit. I'm going to keep going through. Um, I, I make it out to, I think, the runway where I get a glance and realize that, oh, this is the, the order of events. And they discuss Sebastian Sato, Sato, who's like the lead designer of the company. Exactly. And I had no... like. I, in my playthrough, he did not pop up at all, but I knew that there was some conflict there. And so I walk into the backyard and, well, what do you know? Helmut Kruger is having a photo shoot by the helicopter. I'm like, fantastic. I'm just going to chill out here. I'm just going to lay lay low. And after Helmut Kruger gets all this praise from this photographer, he's like, I just need to walk to the back, like Jacob said. He hops on his phone. I'm like, hello, Helmut. Take a nap. And I put him to sleep. But while he's while he's taking a nap in this garden, there are these big security dudes with like MP5s walking around, uh, and this guy starts walking up to me. I'm like, "Damn it! I've got a knocked out international supermodel just laying on the ground here, and I need to do something quickly." So I end up leaving Helmet Kruger's body tucked behind a hedge and walk away until the guy spins around, and then I waddle up behind him. Knock him out. Put him. Put him in. Uh, put him in the the nice little ice box. Drag the other body about fifty feet to, to tuck that in the ice box. I did not drop him off a cliff. Yeah, that would have been smarter. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, it does not make sense to drag a body fifty feet in the middle of a, a Paris uh, fashion show, but it worked. Desperate times. Desperate times. So instantly, I have my my outfit. I go into. Um, I go into the style section. I get my makeup. I'm like, fantastic. Let's hop on the phone with Dahlia. Great. I I walk the runway. I go upstairs to talk with her. And she's like, here's the mission. I need you to go get this person. And you're like, and you start filling in the gaps here. You're like, oh, Jessica Highmore, the daughter of Highmore Consulting. And she's like, yes, but your target is this person. He's like, yes, yes, of course it is. She's like, great. Let me just hop on the phone. And when she turns around, I'm like, hello, Needle. And I pop her in the oh, neck. Oh, of course. Right? 
attack her with the needle, put her in a closet, and then just walk out. And no one notices that she's just clearly... Like, That's such a take, waste of poison, though. Like, you could just snap her neck, right? I could have. It's so clean. I could have. That's but true. You know what I love is that the three of us kind of went down the same path of getting a meeting with her. Mo shot her in the face. <laughs> I snapped her neck, and you poisoned her. Of course. The yes. variety of Hitman All season the different one. ways. Yes. And then I'm yeah. like, okay, now that Dahlia, who I assumed was going to be the hardest, is taken care of, let me figure out how to take care of Victor. And so as I'm walking downstairs to go outside, I overhear two waiters in the basement um, or in the entryway to the basement talking about, oh, do you know how to make this bare knuckle boxing or whatever the favorite drink of Victor's called? And he was like, no, but I've got the recipe down here. So I'm like, well, that's a nice, easy, easy way to to, to get in. I'm dressed as Helmut Kruger. No one's going to say anything to me. And so I walk down into the basement. I wait until this waiter has his back turned. I knock him out. I put his clothes on. I put him in the cooler. I walk over to uh, to where the recipe is. I, I take it down. I go up into where the bar is in the, in the main area. And Victor at this point is having a conversation with someone behind the bar talking about, oh, how the KGB has this file on him and how, uh, you know, they're shopping it around, etc., etc., and he's very frustrated at this point. He says, I need a drink. And he walks up to the front of the bar, and I've already prepared the nice drink for him with uh, the poison pills. And uh, as as I see he picks it up, I'm like, well, and I'm going to bounce. <laughs> and I just start walking for the exit. And then he immediately crumples on the ground, and people start screeching. And I, you know, as a waiter, I, I walk out the front door. I walk to the, the nice SUV at the gates, and I drive away. Wow. Classy. That The thing is, Helmut Kruger is like the best way to actually play the game, apparently. I looked into it afterwards. Absolutely. He, w- when you disguise yourself as him, you avoid the whole issue of like leveled access to like different areas. Like for me, the way I always tackle it is let me dress up into exactly what I need to get into a certain area that I need to get to. With him, you bypass everything. I think the second one up from that would be like maybe that the Sheik would be another guy that can get anywhere. And below that would be the elite security guards with the machine guns. Besides mm-hmm. those three, it's pretty tricky navigating throughout that mission. Uh, did you guys have any like issues like actually fighting the, the security guards at all? I did not fight a single person. I did not kill anyone. I, I Classy. I, I, you know, I, if the game's like, you got to do this and you're an elite assassin, I'm going to play like an elite assassin. So how many, what, what was your star rating like? Did you get five stars? four to five stars. Wow. I got 125,000 points. Wow. And, and do you remember how that broke down? Like how you got so many points? So I got a kill. Or sorry. I got no kills spotted. No bodies discovered. Uh, no records found because I was able to destroy the evidence um, in the security footage. Oh, I never do that. Oh, but man. The, you get so Always. You get points for that. Yeah, yeah. I think I did it once maybe on accident. Yeah, I think I did it in the second mission where I destroyed the like camera, the evidence after the fact. Mm-hmm. But then I just went and walked in front of the cameras again. Well, well, what's nice is you can if you destroy them ahead of time, like before you do the crime, it's it destroys the uh, it destroys the camera, so mm-hmm. you don't have to worry about going back after. Without getting into the details, though, there are some levels that don't they have multiple levels where there are different cameras? Yes. Yeah. So I, I didn't know that. Yes. Anyway, we'll talk about that next week. So um, yeah, I. I 
because I had no uh, non-target casualties, because no bodies were discovered, because no one uh, you know was killed aside from from the two, um, I got some style points. I completed some like objectives, different ways to complete the mission that that stacked on top of each other. You know, completing someone as helmet and then another as a waiter, um, completing one with a syringe, one you know with uh, the poison wow they, they're all different ways to do it and they end up stacking for a, a, a nice a nice score wow yeah that's the thing with the the game too there's like 80 challenges or sometimes for some of these episodes where it's like yeah you might kill it kill the person in some crazy unique way but you might have only done like 20 percent of the actual challenges in that specific mission it's amazing all of the different ways that you can play this game mm-hmm. not only like in each individual mission, but like the different places that you can start. Like if you, you can start in a different area wearing a different costume. Um, like the, the, the ones that I find amazing are the ones where you can complete the whole mission without changing an outfit. That to yeah. me is the most difficult. Mm-hmm. That's like, that's like one of the, like the actual, like the, you like if you look on YouTube, some of the ways these guys go on the mission is I'm going to complete this entire level staying in my hitman suit. Mm-hmm. Which is like mind-boggling to me, but I guess it can be done. Yeah, and there are a series of videos if you're interested. Um, a giant Bomb ran a series of videos where they played a game, and it was it called Hitsmiss? Is that what they called it? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, but essentially what they would do is they would say, "Okay, for for this objective, you have to use this weapon in this costume, and in order to win, quote unquote, in their minds, you'd have to stick to that." And it was very entertaining. They do it one run only, so they'd get very desperate. Super fun to watch if you're interested <laughs> in more Hitman content. I definitely did save scum a bunch. Uh, I, I got very intimate with the uh, manual save slot, and then uh, you know using the auto save when I realized that was a little bit better at times. Mm-hmm. Uh, any other comments about episode one of Hitman season one, gentlemen? I am hugely impressed with uh, the level design. It feels like a very vibrant world. There's a lot happening in it, and there are a lot of objects and items that you can use to interact with it. Um, I, I, yeah, it's amazing to me that they build these very big complicated levels and use them essentially once. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I I never really understood the whole, like releasing it episodic, like episode one, episode two, because whenever I bought the Hitman series, it was always like, here's 12 missions or 10 missions and like play them all at once. But each one of these are so big and so unique that like, it's, it kind of makes sense. And I, I replayed it a couple of the missions recently and they add new like challenges and new people like in the i think the current one that's live right now there's another model that you can take down not helmet kruger but a different one and that's mm-hmm. like an additional challenge that's available with if you own the hitman game yeah so i think it's called elusive target mode where they say hey we're going to give you this target and you have to kill them and you only have one chance to do it correct yeah one so, chance is it only one chance oh yes one I chance i thought it was only live for like 48 hours and it is only and live that, for a certain amount that. of time gotcha. as well so I, I did that mission where in Paris you actually have to, and you know it's going to be different when you boot up the game. Uh, if you're listening to this, it'll be different. But the way it is is like, hey, this um, this model has a flash drive. You have to kill the model and get the flash drive. And I think what I did for it is I literally just like waited till he got off the catwalk and like knocked him out, stole his flash drive, and ran away, and then got on a helicopter again. <laughs> your go-to escape route. Yeah, that's that's my best way. One comment I want to make before we close is that this game is developed with the Glacier Engine, which is a proprietary engine that IO Interactive develops exclusively for this game. Um, and what it allows them to do is allow them to have 
I think what they said is up to 300 NPCs that act independently in a level. So That's amazing. I'm very excited to see what they do later in this series, but also in Hitman 2 that's coming out later this year. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's it for uh, episode one of Hitman season one. Uh, Mike, if uh, folks want to find you on the internet, where can they do so? At R-U-F-F-O-L-O-M uh, on most social places or michaelrufalo.com. Mo? Uh, you can find me at mrtati on all social media platforms as well as mrtati.com. Jacob? And you can find me at Jacob McCord on all major platforms uh, or at jacobmccord.com. And that's one less episode left behind.